As a free, not-for-profit service, Cradio requires the support of people like you to help keep us going in our mission. To donate, visit cradio.org.au slash donate. Cradio. Open to the Holy Spirit. A testimony by Simone Smith at the 2018 Immaculata Mission School in Hobart, Tasmania. So um, I'm uh, just going to share with you um, um, a couple of um, moments in my life, two, two sort of moments in particular um, of the Holy Spirit's, um, yeah, like action in my life. And um, so, Lord, please lead and guide me because, yeah, I just want to say your words and it, to not be too long as well for you all. Um, yeah, so, and I asked Mother Mary to please help me too. Um, so, yeah, so I'll just give you a little bit of background about myself and then just share a bit about these um, two particular quite tangible moments in my life and then I guess how um, that has born, like, borne fruit in my life. Um, so I guess i just start by sharing. Um, so I just grew up in a... Um, uh, well, my mum's Catholic, my dad's a um, non-Catholic Christian, but just a sort of non-practicing Catholic home. So believed in God, but like never went to Mass or anything. So not very church, but sort of had a bit of a belief in God. I was baptised when I was five um, and did a few of the sacraments at school. Like I, was at a, I went to public schools, though, not to Catholic schools. I also just throughout my life as well just had... Um, I guess I always sort of had sort of like, I don't know, a pretty normal kind of life or childhood or whatever. But um, I did, yeah, just a bit sort of later, there was a few things that happened in my life um, that brought a lot of fear in my life and anxiety. I had a bit of a trauma in my life. Um, I was in a train crash um, and some people died in that crash and I was uh, like unharmed. I had some whiplash. I wasn't, you know. But um, after that I started to get some panic attacks and things at school. Um, and, um, yeah, and I, I also, I, you know, I got, I, you know, got some, some counseling, some healing for that, and it sort of receded into the background. I didn't so much get panic attacks, but I still ha- had this sort of undercurrent of anxiety and fear. Um, and anyway, um, I, um, yeah, and at the end of high school, the beginning of uni, I, I, started to become interested in the Catholic faith and, um, uh, you know, became sort of, yeah, just interested and wanted to learn more about it. And um, anyway, yeah, and, and I um, sort of deliberately decided when I went to uni, to Sydney Uni, that I joined the Catholic Society and everything like that. And I was really searching. Um, and, yeah, and, and it was at Sydney Uni that I, you know, had this great encounter with the Lord in the Eucharist. And then, like, and I, it's like a story for another time. And then, anyway, I, I, um, I was confirmed in the church at, at 20. And then um, after that, I did a youth leaders formation course. Um, I met Sister Mary Emanuel. I, I met the community. Um, and I started to attend some of the things of, uh, you know, events of the community. And I think also, just, um, just to give the, a little bit more of the background, I think, you know, some of those things, those those fears and anxieties that, you know, were sort of there, as I said, they were kind of in the background. Like I encountered Jesus and I really encountered his love. But kind of like what Juan was saying, there was still some like blockages and stuff, particularly fear. 
fear and I think also pride, some things, like kind of like what Juan was saying, like building things up. So it's like I had this encounter and then, you know, I really wanted to love Jesus and so it was like there's good desires and everything. But then, yeah, I think I sort of, yeah, started to, you know, kind of get rigid, get focused on externals, trying to build this, this thing up. Yeah, just I felt like you know, when one was saying that, I was like, yeah, I feel like that, that sort of happened to me too. And so I felt like there was a bit of a block there. And, and yeah, so it's, you know, and, and sort of, yeah, and just a, a lot of fear, I think, too. But yeah, it was sort of like leaning on my own understanding and trying to work things out and, and fear. And so I feel like I had these sort of different movements of like being like maybe worried about what people think, but then sometimes thinking myself all superior. And anyway, just all these things going on. Anyway, so I joined, uh, I didn't join the community, sorry, I, I uh, was friends with sister and um, at first I was like, I'm never joining this community, you know, yeah, because it's a bit unsafe, it's a bit, you know, unpredictable and it's not in my control, you know, so yeah, people go, like, oh, when are you going to join the community? Oh, you know, never, you know, kind of thing. Um, but I loved, the, I loved the community, you know, but it was like, mm, you know, it's a bit radical or a bit, you know, out there kind of thing. Anyway, so... Um, but I started to serve a little bit with the community and I could see the great love and I felt very welcomed by the community. So, okay, giving you the background, now I want to get to the two sort of moments. So now we'll go back eight years to Mission School 2010, 3rd of January, like today. Same thing, Mission School. We were reflecting that day on the Holy Spirit. And I, at that stage, like I, I was uh, just helping the share group, but it was like the first year was sort of a, you know, sort of one of helping out one of the leaders as one of the leaders. And so that day, yeah, we learned about, yeah, the Holy Spirit, you know, some of these like, things like what Juan's been sharing, being open to the Holy Spirit, being open to the gifts of the Holy Spirit. Uh, you know, Juan was talking about principally about the gift of the Holy Spirit himself and his love. Um, and you just mentioned briefly there at the end. But, yeah, we were learning um, about the gifts in preparation for a time of prayer to receive an outpouring of the Holy Spirit. And, and, you know, things were talked about, like maybe the gift of tongues, um, you know, these, uh, you know, other gifts, other things that can happen. And I was a bit like, oh, well, you know, yeah, just a uh, bit of, uh, yeah, just that resistance there. So anyway, but I loved the Holy Spirit and I, um, yeah, did sort of feel like a bit of a, you know, relationship with the Holy Spirit. But yeah, there was... Um, but just, just because I couldn't understand the gift of tongues, and so I was really like, oh, I just don't get it. Like, what's the deal with that? Like, you know, if you can't understand and, you know. Um, anyway, so I had a resistance there. Um, but it came time for, you know, having this time of praying for an outpouring of the Holy Spirit and just praying for more of the Holy Spirit in our lives. And I felt like, you know, um, I felt like this is a good thing we're doing, you know, we're going to renew our baptismal promises, like, yeah, that's a good thing, um, you know, um, we're going to ask for more of the Holy Spirit, this is a good thing. I could see that, and, and I also, yeah, I, I, I knew that this is a work of the Holy Spirit, so I was the one with the problem, <laughs> but I was sort of like, it was like a battle that was going on with, within me, so we, we had the time of prayer, yeah, so I was like, having all these things going on, you know, because it's like I was going to go up to receive prayer. But, I, yeah, this fear came back because sometimes, you know, and let's just put it out there, sometimes 
there are, you know, sort of outward manifestations of the Holy Spirit. Things happen. People get moved. Um, sometimes they, they cry. You know, sometimes, um, you know, people sort of rest, fall back, you know. These things that just looked really weird and scary, you know, or like, you know, going into tongues to me, it looked like, whoa, that's a bit, you know, you're not in control there. That, that's, you know, that's freaky. Uh, <laughs> but... Also, I did know this is the Holy, you know, like the Holy Spirit. And so in all my turmoil, I got, I got a, uh, this, is, this is not the main thing, well, no, but it, it led into it. I got a great grace and that was to turn to our Heavenly Mother. And I did that. And I think I actually prayed a whole rosary while I was waiting before because there was different people receiving prayer. And I just gave it to our Heavenly Mother you know, the one who was so open to the Holy Spirit. So I just gave her this fear. There was no question, like, I wanted to go up to receive prayer, but it was just this battle that I had, you know. So anyway, so then, um, anyway, I went up to receive prayer. And um, that particular, we, you know, we have sort of slightly different things each mission school, but that particular mission school, we had a kind of a written prayer where we were um, uh, renewing our baptismal promises and stuff like that. And asking for the gifts of the Holy Spirit, just asking for the gifts of the Holy Spirit. <laughs> and I sort of got up there and I'm like, you know, going to read the prayer and everything. But as I was like reading along, I noticed that it said, that yeah, I was asking for the gifts and that, and it said the gift of tongues and, you know, to pray for it. Like it was just a prayer for to be open basically to each of the gifts. But I stopped, well, I deliberately skipped over it, let's just say, and um I didn't say it because I didn't mean it. Like, I think, yeah, to my credit, like, I didn't want to say something that I didn't mean. And I wasn't open to that gift. And, you know, it's like what Wama's saying. God is a, you know, well, he didn't say this exactly, but the sense of it, that God is a gentleman, so he doesn't force us. Anyway, so I said the rest of the prayer. I wanted all the other things. But, um, but I said a no, you know. Anyway, um, so they started to pray, pray um, with me, you know, and to pray. And there, yeah, I can see it now, like on reflection, but like, you know, I sort of had all this fear and they started to pray sort of some things which was sort of quite intense, not intense, but, you know, they were sort of praying, especially to, for breakthroughs in the spirit. And yeah, it's like I could feel, it's like I could almost feel those blocks there, almost a bit physically, you know, like something was sort of happening. And um, one of the people who was praying was like, I think they were, yeah, praying for breakthroughs. I don't know if they said it directly or it just came up in the prayer to, you know, to let go, to let go, like to let go of all this stuff, you know, the fear, the control, you know, all these things. And I wanted to do that. So I, I sort of, you know, tried to, yeah, to do that, to say that yes um, and to let go of that and to let go of control. And, and then, you know, almost with, yeah, just without sort of realising it, um, you know, the 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 Holy Spirit just came, like the love of God just came and overwhelmed me. And I just fell, yeah, gently back back and fell, yeah, fell to the ground completely. Someone caught me and, and, and I fell. And I can't, you know, it's very hard to explain it, but it's like I, I had seen it from the outside and it had looked scary and, you know, sometimes I trust games and all that and looked scary, <laughs> you know, something like that. But this was completely different like there was absolutely no fear. Like not even like, you know, when you trust someone, you play a trust game, you actually can do that. But there's still a bit, you know, but this was like so much more than that. Like there was no fear at all. It was just complete 
lightness, security, love. You know, like I didn't even sort of really notice that it was happening, you know. Um, And I just, you know, sort of what they call resting in the spirit, where you are just overcome, you know, with the love of God and with the Holy Spirit. And, you know, and I also, you know, the persons, one of the people continued to pray with me and they themselves could really feel this fear, fear leaving me and really that God really broke a stronghold in my life there, that stronghold of fear, um, which had led to control, which had closed me off from receiving the love of God and the love of my neighbour. Um, so, yeah, that, that was, yeah, just incredible. So that's the first moment. Bear with me, not too much longer, doing well. Um, so now we fast forward. And it was yeah, one of the most amazing moments of my life. It's what they call an outpouring or baptism of the Holy Spirit. So then um, after that, and actually it gave me this great grace to, uh, for a new chapter in my life. And that was I was moving down to Melbourne to do some studies down in Melbourne. And it really um, enabled me to get, and I just really flourished for those, particularly in a particular way, for those couple of years where I was doing that study. And it really... Oh, God, you know, was so good in that way. Anyway, so during that time, so about a year, year and a half later, I was getting to know the community a bit more, um, you know, serving and anyway, and, and just, you know, living my life of, of prayer. I was blessed to live in a Catholic boarding house run by these Italian sisters and so there was a chapel there and I'd just be able to, you know, have a holy hour in the morning, spend my evenings with Jesus like it was just the best. And anyway, so I, I do what I used to do, I always do like a holy hour every day before the tabernacle. And um, one day I was just, you know, doing my prayer and I used to do sort of like some med- meditation on uh, like a book and, and, and scripture and stuff. And this one day, just kind of randomly, although obviously it was the Holy Spirit, but I, I, I was just getting kind of frustrated actually because like I was getting a little bit frustrated at the fact of always needing like kind of to put things into words with God, I actually kind of wanted to be able to have that like silence where you can just kind of speak heart to heart with God. And for some reason, the thought popped into my head of like, like it's, that's one way of doing it, like a silence, like a contemplative silence where you have a heart to heart with God with no words. But tongues is another way that I've heard that because it's just this like heart to heart with God. And, and I had, I, I don't know, over this time I'd just gotten a little bit more open to the gift of tongues. And so I just sort of said to God, oh, God, you know, if you want to give me the gift of tongues, I, I am open. So I reversed that interior no that I had said before when they had been praying of me and I was like, no. And I said an interior yes. And it was just, it was just like a little chapel. Well, it was actually like a little side room off the sister's chapel because it got cold in the winter. So it was really quite tiny. It was just like a little, like a little corner like this with the tabernacle there. Anyway, so I'm just in there alone. And after I make this prayer, I was like, Oh, like God might deliver like straight away kind of thing. So I was just like, <laughs> and then nothing happened. And I was like, oh, that was weird. And, you know, I just like went on with my prayer and forgot about it. And then um, a little while, like maybe like a few weeks or a few months later, it was coming up to the Feast of Pentecost, which is my favorite feast in the church. And um, I did a novena to the Holy Spirit, as, as you do. It's awesome. If you don't do that, please do it. 
Um, and, you know, just praying for the gifts um, and fruits of the Holy Spirit. I didn't think a whole lot about it. I was just doing this novena. You do it from um, the Ascension to Pentecost. So anyway, I did that. Was doing, happened to be doing that novena. And on Pentecost Sunday, um, I was very blessed because I was, I was staying down in that boarding house and I'd been asked to help out in the parish and prepare a young girl, 15 years of age, to receive the sacraments, to receive reconciliation. The Holy Communion sort of missed the boat when she was younger and there was not many people. So I was just sort of doing like one, going to do like a one-on-one sort of thing with her. So that was the first day that I had met her. So I'd been praying for her. I'd been like trying to like prepare little things and stuff. And so we had our first session, you know, I met her, we had a really good chat, she was so open, she was so beautiful, and then we went to Mass, you know, it was my favourite feast day, like, it was just like an awesome, really beautiful, blessed day, and I just had that session with that girl. And I came back, so the parish church was across the road, I came back to the, um, the boarding house, came in the door, and... Um, and I was so excited. I just wanted to tell someone. I was about to go and tell one of my friends. I was like, no, I'm going to go tell Jesus, you know. So then I went into, because um, I always used to come and say hello to Jesus, but I was just so excited that I was like, I had this thought to go tell someone else. And I was like, no, no, I'll go tell like my best friend. So then I went into the, the again, that little room, which was, you know, functioning as the chapel. And, um, and I just came in there and I just, like do what I did so I just like knelt down and the tabernacle was really low like just here kind of thing like it was much lower than the tabernacle would ordinarily be so I was just sort of there and I just started actually praying like out loud which you don't kind of normally do when you're on your own you just like pray in your head or pray silently I just started I can't remember what I said just started to say thank you and then just you know immediately through you know extraordinary gift and grace of the Holy Spirit, I just went into tongues. So the English just transformed into these tongues. And I was just, yeah, just totally like lifted up in the Spirit. And then these tongues um, turned into like this beautiful singing in tongues as such that I've never had since. Like it was incredible. And as I was there, then I felt physically felt my hands just lift up gently, very gently, but tangibly, like it was not me, just lifting up um, into like that posture of praise, like Our Lady. That, you know, oh, she is the one who just praises God the most. She's the most charismatic person of all. She's the most filled with the Holy Spirit. I'm sure His Grace would agree with me. Um, <laughs> And so I was just praising God. And no one was around, which is probably a great grace for me because God knows me. So I just had this freedom, absolute freedom. And I have never felt so free ever in my life. Complete freedom, you know, just incredible. Yeah, so it was this extraordinary moment of grace. I mean, after that, I kind of, then I started just because I'm this, this type, it's sort of like the analyzer in me was like, whoa, that was pretty big, you know, like, and I just thought maybe that was just like a one-time thing because it was so extraordinary. And then I learned more about the gift of tongues and how you, we cooperate with that gift, use that gift. Um, you know, it's that, that, you know, you're not just, um, yeah, it's like it's you and the Holy Spirit. You've got to receive that gift, use that gift, and it, that gift has borne fruit because we can pray for others and help bring healing and light to others. 
um, so that, yeah, just that beautiful gift, how it's born fruit in my life. But I just wanted to kind of end by saying, you know, that was extraordinary. I'm just blessed that I had that extraordinary experience. And I have had other extraordinary experiences since because God just wants to give more and more and more. I heard this awesome talk recently about sometimes we think, oh, I've, I'm, you know, I can't sort of even begin to ask for more Holy Spirit or more love. Well, more, 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 more. God wants to give more. You know, he just, he wants to give more. And if you want to receive more, then yeah, you just have to be open to receiving more. So anyway, um, I just wanted to say, I still get um, times of fear and anxiety, um, you know, control, those different things. Um, you know, they haven't gone completely. But what God has sort of done or what he's did particularly through those moments in removing those blocks where I, with the control, with the fear, pride, um, you know, he, I think the enduring lesson that he's given me in my life is that um, so when I came and I, and, I, and I was just praying to him and just opening my heart, because that's what I was doing, you know, when I came in, I just wanted to just open my heart, just thanking God. It was something very simple. It was like he sort of swooped down and that's where he brought that freedom and it was just in that present moment. And so just, yeah, for me, it's like there's countless things where fear, different things happen in everyday life over very small things. But, yeah, just when I, I guess, try to really surrender myself to the Holy Spirit and let go of the reins, you know, let go of the control like Our Lady because that's, yeah, what she's taught me, then, yeah, he, he, he comes in um, with his love and he casts out that fear and he allows me to walk in freedom. So thank you. That was Simone Smith with Open to the Holy Spirit. This presentation was part of the 2018 Immaculata Mission School held in Hobart, Tasmania on the theme, Being a Disciple of Jesus. For more talks, interviews and shows, visit creadio.org.au.